with this uh, DJ LeMahieu signing. Think that knocks? Do you, uh, I would think that it would knock them out of the Manny Machado signing. Do you? Would you agree with that? What do you think? Yeah, thousand percent. They're out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Three O Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 37. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, say hello to the people. Hello, America. And Australia, apparently. Yeah, we got our we got our team out there. Yeah. Tuning in for so, every episode. I love it. My Aussie boys, what's up? Down under. Nice, that was good. You like that? Yeah. Uh, it probably sounds a lot better. Got my uh, got a new mic the other night. Yeah, dude. Sounds clear. Yeah. Sounds clear. Got the got a nice setup. Got a nice uh, aluminum bar arm, whatever you want to call it. Takes away the vibrations yeah. when my phone goes off, so now you won't be hearing that anymore. Yay! That's just me. Yeah, that's that's, me. that's always you. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, I was thinking driving home the other night. I was like, if you'd have asked me a year ago if I would have made a purchase like this for a professional mic for a podcast, I would have said you were crazy. Like, we're just full on committed. That's we're just, what I'm we're saying. Full on committed. We're all in on this. Yeah, I'm adjusting my schedule around our schedule. That's like, very true. Yeah, dude, our schedule has to be has to be the one. Yeah, I mean, I won't disclose your the details of your life on air, but you've told me that you've been <laughs> you've been kind of planning ahead, looking ahead at having to re reschedule things, move stuff around. So, I mean, got to do it, man. You're not you lying. You're not lying. Podcast above all. Uh, but yeah. So, as you and I were talking about off air, this is what our first Monday show in a few weeks now. Been forever. As we talked about, there's been a handful of things that have happened uh, over the weekend, the past few days, so naturally we're back. Uh, but unfortunately, as we thought would happen, all of this happened immediately after we put up last Thursday's show, so... We predicted it. As Yeah, it, it was bound to happen, and I'm sure at this point, once we get this episode up, Machado or Harper will have signed, <laughs> so that's just, that's just our luck. But uh, anyway, all that to say... Sounds like we're back to two episodes a week for good as we uh, very quickly approach pitchers and catchers reporting. So, One month. I'm just waiting, man. Exactly one month. Uh, but speaking of, the, speaking of the Harper and Machado situations, I uh, ran a Twitter poll yesterday, and apparently 76% of our listeners do not think that Harper and Machado will sign before the apocalypse. So Perfect. That's... <laughs> that's that's very encouraging to know that they are in a, a state of depression. And also speaking of Harper Machado in terms of social media and feedback, I put up, which I'm sure you saw the Instagram graphics the other night um, in terms of, I was basically asking our, our followers to give their best guess at what, what their contract would be in terms of how much money and for how many years. Uh, and so I put up one for each. And we got some pretty high quality feedback yeah. from 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 folks. They uh, for for Harper 
had had some funny ones. Machado had some not so funny ones, or some yeah. rather mean ones, uh, which Oof. I'm o- which I'm okay with because I don't like Machado. He's a bum. Yeah, uh, I like that. You know, we're not the only fiery ones. Correct. But uh, before we get on to baseball history, let me read off some of the, some of what I thought were my favorites. Let's get it. Uh, so for the Harper graphic, again, the prompt was. Uh, Bryce Harper will make blank amount of money over blank years, and then the same for Machado. So uh, somebody said Harper will make bum money over bum years. Somebody Perfect. else said Harper will make $2 and a small order of Arby's Curly Fries. That's quality. Legend. That's quality. Like I uh, might have to get a follow back. Yeah, yeah he's definitely getting a follow back. Uh, Harper will make $2 over 14 years. Uh, so not exactly <laughs> what I would call a livable wage. Um, or a legal wage. <laughs> um, Harper, uh, not this kind of went off the off topic here, but somebody said if Harper's deal is going to be around ten years for three hundred million, imagine Mike Trout's contract, uh, thirteen to sixteen <laughs> years for six hundred to around eight hundred million. So I'm I'm guessing that living. would be a record deal. Good living. Um, yeah, very very. Uh, large deal in comparison to Harper's $2 over 14 years deal. Um, and then lastly, I think we got a, a Harper diehard here. Somebody said he would make 1 billion over 1 billion years. So wow. the longevity is really there in that, in that yeah. scenario. He's, uh, he's really milking out his, his plain, his plain years and what he's able to produce later. It's down also the road. only a dollar a year. So, that's true, but you're making a billion dollars <laughs> though, so it adds up, I guess. Yeah. Although you're probably not really able to enjoy that contract on a on a year to year basis. Not too much. Uh, all right, moving on to the to the Machado comments. Machado will make one dollar. That was my comment. I commented on our own Instagram post. <laughs> I I firmly believe he'll make one dollar because nobody wants him. Uh, somebody said he would make too much over who cares. Perfect. Because that sentence makes sense. Even though it doesn't, I still agree with it. Uh, <laughs> somebody said, F Machado. Very, very well thought out. That was, um, not, you. That was not you. I'm surprised it wasn't <laughs> me either. Um, somebody said, before or after taxes. So somebody's really trying to break this down, like in a, in a very realistic sense. They really, really, they really to. want to know, like, hey, I, I'll be more than glad to answer your question, but I need to know, yeah. like, are you looking for an answer before or after taxes? Uh, somebody said Jack Squat. Um, <laughs> and lastly, somebody said, which in comparison to Harper's deal, I guess this is worse. Somebody said one penny over 10 years. That's the so, struggle, yeah. So... Believe it or not, those are comments from other people. I did not comment all those things about Machado, even though I agree with every single one of them. <laughs> um, but that about wraps it up for that. Just wanted to run through those real quick because, as you and I were talking about off air, we're we've been getting some some good feedback from from listeners. They've been they've been giving us content on a silver platter. It's been great. Yeah, good. Good is a tough word. I think it's. I think it's just content. It's content in general. A, yeah. so, a lot of it's good, but the part, <laughs> the, the the times where people are saying that I'm, I, I was dropped on my head as a child, 
Yeah. That I mean that's I, I wouldn't call that good. I don't know if Mama Corman really was a big fan of that one. Yeah, I don't I don't think she was either. <laughs> um but yes, content nonetheless. Uh shout out to all of our hot takes. We're still seeing the the feedback roll in from that episode on all the uh graphics on Instagram and <laughs> elsewhere. It's great. People are still getting worked up about it even though I've one thousand percent moved on from that. People are still <laughs> they're still like commenting and like tagging me and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to some baseball history. Only got only got two points today. Uh, uh, exactly. As you'd imagine, middle of January, not much going on. Uh but anyway, January fourteenth is when you'll be hearing this. Uh nineteen fifty four. Former Yankees outfielder Joe DiMaggio and actress Marilyn Monroe elope and get married at City Hall in San Francisco. The couple will split up in less than a year. What are your, what yeah. are your thoughts on your guy, your guy, yeah. Joe D? Man, I love him, but uh, let's be real. He's not a very good-looking guy. Marilyn Monroe was uh, a little sleazy. I'm going to say a little sleazy. But uh, but can we say that hey, she's man. a gold digger, though? Because she was she was making... I mean, I don't know. I might be way off on this, but she was probably making more than he was. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe she just wanted, you know, good seats to Yankee Stadium. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Do you think she was sleeping with the rest of the lineup? <laughs> wow. Do you think that was about wow. it? <laughs> makes it, tell me. It, tell me that doesn't make sense. She, they said they they split up in less than a year, so that's about the length of a baseball season. So maybe she just <laughs> wanted to give it a run, and then she was out of there. What we need to do is look up Jody's stats from that year. That is a great point. You know what? Yeah. We have Google <laughs> at our disposal. This is this is what I do. We need to look up we need to look up his year and if I I bet you it was it was a down year. Let's be real. You think? Yeah, man. You gotta you get distracted from girls. Oh look. no, 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 no. He wasn't he was retired by then. He was done? He retired in fifty one. Or that was his last season, at least. And what year was this anniversary? Fifty-four. They got married in fifty-four. Ah, uh, so that's a that's a smart man right there. Wait until yeah. wait until he's done. Wait until he's made his impact in baseball. Right. And then you can go fool around with the movie stars. Bingo. Verlander did not take that take that note. Well, I mean, if we're being completely honest, Verlander still shoves so. <laughs> well, with the exception of one team, he doesn't exactly shove, but we'll uh we'll leave that up for speculation. Next. Um yeah, next 1976, your guy uh Ted Turner who we both just really adore. Yeah, he's awesome. Ted Ted Turner obtains 100% of the Atlanta Braves for 12 million. Turner purchases the club to provide sports programming for his local channel 17. But when the FCC permits the station to use a satellite in December to broadcast shows on cable networks, the franchise, now available to be viewed by millions of subscribers, will become known as America's Team. So really taking on the uh, the Dallas Cowboys role in Major League Baseball for a short period of time. Because I think it's safe to say that they are no longer America's Team. Yeah, very safe to say. But like, I, I don't think... I don't think the MLB really has America's team. You, don't, you know, you don't think your uh, your boys up in the Bronx are as as many as many as there are that 
that love the Yankees, there's an equal amount that hate. But, but I think you can take that for probably the most popular teams. You know, Yanks, Red Sox, Dodgers. It's there's a lot of a lot of haters out there. Well, speaking of hate and the New York Yankees, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that a majority of the Yankee fan base hates the front office in New York right now because with this uh, DJ LeMahieu signing, I think that knocks. Do you, uh, I would think that it would knock them out of the Manny Machado signing. Do you? Would you agree with that? What do you think? Yeah, thousand percent, they're out. Um, I think for those that are angry. Let's just take a, a, a big, deep breath and just try to get educated here. Um, I think it was a misfit. I think it would have been a misfit. Um, I think you don't need to eat up that contract, especially with your young guys that are just around the corner from having to get paid. Um, you know, they're, it's just it, it wasn't going to work. And I'm cool with it, man. I'm very okay with it. So I'm interested to get your take. What is what is the opening day uh, infield look like? Mm, that one's tough. That one's tough. What I'm what I'm I don't know if I can say that yet. But what I will say is that Brian Cashman has been smart about giving himself a backup plan for pretty much every position. Um, you know, they signed Tulo. I think that one is just was a was a you know, no risk, high reward scenario. So I think that was a good signing, you know, you know, worst comes to worst. You, you only paid him a little bit and he doesn't turn out to be what he was. And then you let him go. Um, they did sign Greg bird on the arbitra- arbitration contract. Um, Luke void is still on control. Now with the addition of DJ LeMahieu, I see DJ LeMahieu being what the Neil Walker role was last year. Um, first base, second base, third base kind of float around. I don't know if he has any career games at first base, but he's a gold glover. And I think that glove can, can travel anywhere in the infield. Um, he's also tall. I think he's like six, four. So he's going to be okay at first base. If that gives a, you know, if they give that a shot. Um, I think, my guess is that when spring training is done, Tulo, Luke Voigt, and Greg Bird, all three will not be on the roster. I think one of those three is going to go. On opening day? Um, yeah. You're saying, you're, saying they set, won't, you're saying they won't be on the team come opening day? One of those three. So you think they would go through all that? Well, I won't say hassle because like, like we said, it was league minimum. But you think they would bring yeah. Tulo on and then – part ways i think if he has a rough spring training yeah i think if he isn't healthy i think they're also going to try i think they're also going to try him at first base see what that's like and if that doesn't work out you just say see you later would you rather see any of these uh infielders over luke voigt or bird you're saying like not not having a traditional first baseman like right just because they're so bad um, Luke Voigt is, it's still out. I'm still, um, you know, I'm not decided on him yet. He had, um, you know, fun, exciting year when he came back or, or I should say when he came over from St. Louis, um, built up a lot of balls. He was a clubhouse guy. He was a lot of fun, a lot of energy. Um, 
Greg Bird, I'm personally a fan of because of, you know, I grew up, you know, playing against him in, in Colorado and, you know, we're the same age and we played against each other all throughout high school. So I'll always root for that guy. Um, but this is definitely his final straw. This is definitely it. Hey, he's just happy to be here. Yeah, that's that kind of stuff doesn't work. And he may be, he very easily could be a Sonny Gray type guy where it's just New York is not where you shine, dude. And I wouldn't mind seeing those two guys getting packaged somewhere in a deal soon. Um, but, you know, I do like the DJ LeMahieu signing. It's it's not nothing. It's nothing crazy. Two years, 24 million. And so what you're going to do is let him float around until, you know, DD gets back. Um, it gives you safety on whether Andujar has not advanced at all defensively. Gives you safety while Gleyber Torres plays short. Gives you safety if Tulo doesn't pan out. Also, you know what I mean. Before so you continue, they're, they're loading up. Correct. Before you continue, though, I said on Snapchat that I would bring this up on this episode. I put up a graphic uh, yesterday. I've been, as you can tell, I've just been churning out graphics for the last few weeks. <laughs> um, the graphic was about who's the best second baseman in baseball. Uh, Javi Baez or Jose Altuve. Yeah. And this one guy had the audacity, the audacity to say that Torres should be in the conversation. Mm, yeah. No. I mean, I'm a big fan. He's got a lot of upside, but not not even close yet. I mean, the guy hit, I think it was like 271 last year. I think I replied. Yeah, I replied back to him with this information, but it was like he hit 271 last year and tied for third most errors among second basemen in the league. So I'm gonna say yeah. probably not in the conversation of a Jose Altuve or a Javi Baez. Nah, man, and it, Javi's tough because he floats around so much. But I mean, Jose Altuve is the clear cut top choice. No, you well, can't, not according you can't, to but... a num- not according to a handful of people on Instagram. And Facebook, surprisingly, there was some people up in arms about this. They're like, yeah. which again, I was thinking about this earlier. This goes to show you how all of these takes that we put out here on the air and we just get destroyed for them. It, it's all over the place, not just in baseball, but in sports, because there was a handful of people on there that were like, this isn't even a question. Why is this? Why was this even proposed? And then they'd be like, it's clearly Javi. And then on the flip side, it was like, <laughs> are you all kidding me? Like, this is clearly Jose. Why is this even a question? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, if these people are so certain that it's one or the other, like, I, it doesn't make sense to me that people could be so, like, polarized on such a, to me, what's a simple topic or a simple question. But yeah. anyway, just feel like it's I had tough. to say that. No, Labor Torres definitely has a lot of upside. And maybe someday, but no, not right now. Sorry. Got to be real. Um, speaking of a guy who doesn't have much upside left as he is coming down the home stretch of his career, Russell Martin, another guy that we have yet to talk about on here, uh, is heading back to the Dodgers. Um, they, they traded away two minor leaguers. Uh, I believe it was a starting pitcher named Andrew Sopko, Sopko, uh, and sure. shortstop Ronnie Brito. Um, cool. So this is kind of uh, a follow-up to the 
Dodgers parting, well, not parting ways, but seeing their uh, World Series catcher head out, Yasmani Grandal, who is going to the Brewers. Yeah, what a nightmare. Uh, but back to Russell, he's owed $20 million in the final year of his contract, uh, but the Blue Jays are going to cover s- nearly $16.5 million through cash considerations in the trade. Wow. Um, but yeah, like I, like I just mentioned, Grandal, I know you have some thoughts on this deal. Uh, with the Brewers, um, they signed him to a one-year $18.25 million deal. Absolutely absurd. That is so insane. That is so insane. Like, this just solidifies me leaving the Brewers out of the playoffs in my, my predictions. They have done nothing this offseason. They've done nothing. And then you go spend $18 million on Yasmani Grandal, who we all saw on national television, is pretty rough behind the plate. Yeah, not the greatest. Um, I don't get that at all. I really don't understand it. You have, I mean, you're letting a ton of talent walk. You're not re-signing any of your starting pitching. You're not putting any effort towards Moustakis. Like, right? Because he's still unsigned, I think. So, uh, yep. Yeah, he's waiting for the uh, Machado thing to pan out so he so can figure I, out where he's going. What, I, what are they doing? Why are you spending so much money on him, on Yasmani Grandal? $18 million is a lot of money. That's pretty nuts. Considering what's the record? One year 23, right, for uh, for Josh Donaldson. That's the record for one year. Is that the record? I think that's the record is is. And it was this year. It was Josh Donaldson for one year uh, and $23 million. That's the record. That's wild. And you're going to tell me Yasmani Gondal is deserving of 18? I'm not saying Josh Donaldson deserves 23, but what are, what are the Brewers doing paying Yasmani Gondal 18? Makes no sense. Horrible deal. Waste of money. All right. Well, in the midst of this conversation about Yasmani Grandal and Josh Donaldson, can we acknowledge that Yasmani Grandal is making eighteen point two five million and Mookie Betts is making twenty million? Does that give you any sense of how much they overpaid for this guy? Yeah, that really does. I mean, granted it is an arbitration deal. Right, right. But just like looking at it in terms of dollars and cents here, like yeah. on paper it's, it's just one of those on things paper it's where still it's still like, a one year deal. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, that's a little nuts. I think um, props to Mookie because I think he probably could have asked for a lot more and he didn't and he just said okay then took the deal um, well for what it's worth he nearly doubled his salary from the year before he was making 10.5 million in 2017 so yeah well deserved after the year he had so it makes sense but yeah Yasmani has been overpaid um, terrible deal the whole stuff with Russell Martin I think it uh I think it, it's it's okay. I'm, I don't I don't know. I'm not really that wild about it. I'm not I'm not anything about it, honestly. I mean, it's he's an aging catcher. He's he's a veteran presence behind the plate, which you and I both expressed that we like that. And uh, you know, he was once a Dodger, so maybe you're going to get a little Dodger magic out of him again. So who knows? Well, he was quoted as saying, "I think they interviewed him recently after the deal or following the the signing." 
or the trade rather. Um, and he said that he acknowledges that this is a crucial year for his career because he said if he doesn't have a good year in 2019, then nobody's going to want him after this. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he uh, if this may be the end for him, depending upon what he can do this year. Because like you said, he's getting older. Um, yeah. Catcher market is kind of up in the air on a year to year basis. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what the rest of his career pans out to be. So. Right. And he's, he's not going to be getting any, any DH time, obviously with the Dodgers. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see, but well, I mean, he, he's been again, in the... the Dodgers. I think are just kind of waiting it out. He's, he's, uh, he's played the field before though, right? I think he's he, been I he's been he, a corner guy before at one point. Or yeah, there. he. I think he actually did play a little third base last year, or yeah. the year before. Because I remember his little his little man bun thing that he had. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, it's it's hard to stick a thirty seven, thirty eight year old out there. Because yeah, how old happen. is he? He's he's out. He's up there, isn't he? He's old enough. He is. Oh, he's only thirty five. I thought he was older than that. Never mind. Yeah, Still. the catcher's ears. It's like dog ears for catchers. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, be yeah, I'm not anything about this. I think it was, uh, I think probably more along the lines of the the Blue Jays just calling everybody, seeing who's interested and saying, hey, we'll cover 16 of this. You take the rest. You yeah, know, that's true. Commit to the rebuild. That's true. It's just, so. I don't know, it's just an interesting pick, or destination rather. You got a team that's made it to the World Series twice, and not to say it's like a massive drop off, because as we said, Grandal didn't exactly put out his best performance there down the home stretch. But right. it just seems like you would have thought they they would have tried to go all in for a JT Real Muto or something like that. But I don't know. Who knows? I'm not a GM for a reason, so yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the point of all of this. And just about <laughs> just about every episode where we talk about moves that are made, we're not GMs for a reason. Yeah, we simply talk about it. Yeah. Um, another guy made some money recently, rightfully so. Jacob Degrom uh, signed a one-year contract worth seventeen million, which was a record raise for an arbitration-eligible player from his seven point four million dollar salary. Uh, that was a doing the math at home that was a 9.6 million dollar increase which actually broke the record that was set uh earlier that same day i think it was friday if i recall uh broke the record that was set on friday uh by mookie who got a 9.5 million dollar bump so making making some good cash let me let me ask you this how do you feel about arbitration i mean I understand why it exists, but I feel like it's served. Which, I mean, this is this isn't exactly a groundbreaking statement, but it to me it just serves as an additional source of potential conflict between players and organizations. Yep. Something that we already see on a very broad scale uh, with these contracts and extensions and so on and so forth. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of it. For those of you who didn't know, I mean, it's it's gotten to the point where teams are manipulating the arbitration deals. Like, for example, Vladdy Jr. last year. Very easily could have been in the big leagues last year. 
but in order to control, you know, the arbitration deals or whatever to, to control the amount of call-ups he gets, blah, 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 they left him down. And so what's happening is unless you're seeing a guy come at 18 or 19 and start in the league and and stay in the league, these Manny Machado and, and Bryce Harper deals where they're free agents at 26, 27, 28 years old are very rare. That's why this is lasting so long. The reason it's lasting so long is because of the fact that they're, they know they're at their, their, their peak performance level, right? They know they're at their, their prime. They know that they're going to continue to put up prime numbers for the next three or four years. But, I don't think teams have seen this before. We normally see free agents at 30, 31. This isn't normal because of arbitration, in my opinion. The fact that teams are controlling these guys and not allowing them to come up, not allowing them to start their big league time towards those arbitration years. And so once they finally hit free agency, they're going to ask for a boatload of money because they've been, they've been spent so much time at, at getting 600K or getting... You know, and, and so that's what these deals are of when you're talking about when guys go to arbitration court because they're asking for a certain amount. The club is offering a certain amount and they're not agreeing on that point. And so, you know, it's cool to see guys like Mookie Betts who just won an MVP saying, yeah, I'll take 20, whatever. Let's meet there. Um, you know, one of the deals that we'll get into is Nolan Arenado asking for 30. He feels he wants 30 a year, which is uh, pretty wild. Um, but Dude's pretty good. you're just, you're just seeing ridiculous, um, you know, oppositions here. You're seeing opposite sides of the spectrum that really just won't budge. And I think arbitration is one of the biggest reasons why that's happening because guys have suffered through however many years of arbitration to feel like they deserve to get paid a certain amount and they're not getting paid. I think you need to limit, if not completely get rid of arbitration. That was a lot. Yeah. I was dense. You feel better? I was probably more dense than anything I've ever said on here. You're welcome. I feel good. I feel like I got that off my chest. I feel better. You've gotten a couple things off your chest this episode. Yeah, it was Monty Grandal making yeah, man. I don't a trillion dollars. I don't know what's going on with me today. Um. All right. Well, let's uh let's lighten it up a little bit after that. That stretch of arbitration talk. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move into some DMs. All right, buddy. Let's see what our people got today. Well, we just talked about it. No one our is asking for some money. So Jacob asks, Seedkey, no it's way- the answer to all your ticket needs. Oh, Are you looking God. for tickets? Do you have plans with friends? I'm not going to let you finish through this. I'm just going to talk over you. Do you have plans with friends? All the time. Plans with friends or family to I make can. it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With Seat I feel Geek, like I can make this quicker for you. With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few Promo easy clicks. DTD. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. The next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo Be- code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly. $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's first all time you got to do. Man, I got to take a breath, man. That's a mouthful. Yeah. All right. That's all you got to do to save some of that cold hard cash. Enter promo code. This is this is true. 
That's all you got to do <laughs> to save some of that cold, hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Yeah, I don't know why I made that so long. Yeah, me neither. Now I'm gonna ask it's insightful, though. It you gives you all the information stuff. you need. It tells you that not only can you use this for tickets for games, you can use it for concerts, shows, and even theater performances, Nate. Yes, your favorite. You theater suck. performances with just a few easy clicks. Are you ready for Jacob's question? I just want to put out a reminder. That's promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 <laughs> instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. Speaking of which, spring training games are coming up, and I know people are starting to map out their their trips down to Florida. Not to save save twenty bucks, you can go to the game for free. How would you do that? Spring training tickets aren't that much. Well, yeah, but I mean, some are more than others. So I mean, think about it; it's like twelve bucks, and then Seek yeah, Geek just Seek buys you a hot dog. Seek, yeah, SeatGeek will pay you eight dollars to go to a spring training <laughs> game. So use promo code DTD <laughs> at checkout to save twenty dollars and receive a free hot dog from SeatGeek. Use your don't people. quote me. Use on, your don't, head, don't quote use me your on head. that. Don't quote me on that because I don't want CQ <laughs> coming after me saying they don't have hot dogs. All right. What is uh what does Kevin got? Jacob. His name's Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> what does Jacob have? Is Nolan a three hundred million dollar contract type of player? Do you think he will be paid more than Machado and Harper? All right, Nate, I did some research on this. Can you please tell me in I would open this to the listeners, but I know they're just going to destroy me one way or another. Is this too narrow-minded of thinking in this in, in regards to this uh, discussion? Nolan, well, first of all, I think it should be stated. Nolan is not underrated by any means, but he, do, nope. in my opinion, he doesn't get talked about enough. Correct. And I think part of that is just because he plays for a smaller market team out west. As we've always said on here, that seems to just be a common trend. That's yeah. common knowledge. That's what happens to these guys. But back to my back to my points here. Is it too narrow minded to think that Nolan is a lot higher in this conversation than people might give him credit for? He's finished in my research. I found that he's finished in the top eight of the MVP voting, which I know. Oh wow, that's that's exciting. Top eight. It's still worth it's still worth noting because if you make the MVP voting list, you obviously did something that season. So, right. With that said. Nolan has finished in the top eight of the MVP voting the last four years. He finished eighth, fifth, fourth, and third, respectively. Bryce has only finished in the top ten once, and it was the year that he won it in 2015. So, yeah, you can say, well, Bryce won it, Nolan didn't. Yeah. But this speaks to something that we people have been kind of saying about this whole Bryce Harper uh, signing is that it's not exactly the best idea for a team to commit to such inconsistency. Um, right. And then continuing on to some, some more research that I found, uh, Nolan has won a gold glove every year of his career, and he's won a silver slugger the last four seasons. Bryce has won no gold gloves and only one silver slugger. And Nolan has done all of this in one less season than Bryce. So... I know I'm not throwing out like advanced metrics or any tor- any type of stat per se, but just looking at those points, I mean, is it is it too much to say that Nolan could potentially reel in a bigger contract than Bryce Harper? Is that is that far fetched to say? No, I don't think so. 
it depends. I mean, it's it's really hard to say what, but I think. I mean, I, under, guessing, I understand they they play completely different positions. I understand that, and I know that that obviously yeah. plays a role. But just in ter- looking at at their their value to a team and their what they like, how they're able to perform. Yeah, uh, Bryce Harper is atrocious defensively, and um, he he's actually really bad. He's uh, certainly and, a liability. Yeah. So, yes, you can talk about offensive numbers, but you and I can both agree that they're pretty up and down. Uh, whereas Arenado's been very consistent offensively, uh, especially this these last you know three years or so. Um, defensively, he is top three in my opinion on the planet. Like the guy is just absurd. He's a vacuum, um, and. I I definitely think he's a $300 million guy. I don't know if he's going to beat Bryce Harper just because Bryce Harper is, you know, he's got that name. He's been a phenom since he was 15. So whatever. Um, I think he's probably, I think Bryce Harper's probably going to get 350 is what I'm guessing. And to be fair, I'll go to bat for Bryce when somebody comes after him. Like, for example, somebody just came on there, uh, I think it was, it might've been on that contract graphic we were just talking about earlier. Um, basically saying that like, yeah, he had a terrible year last year, but I'm like, well, I mean, it wasn't his best year, but he did finish. I think it was what, like 34 home runs and like a hundred RBIs. So, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty, I mean, granted it's Bryce Harper, but generally speaking, that's a pretty solid year. So, I mean, I'll, I'm not like, I'm not putting him down in this conversation by any means, but I'm just saying, I'm not either, but I think Nolan Arenado is low-key more valuable and worth more. If you're going to pay anybody, pay him. I mean, the guy produces. It's as simple as that. Yeah. All right. That might have been the lengthiest DM answer we've ever given. I just want to say I like how we totally left out Machado in that conversation. Um, Dylan asks, how do you feel about the Braves? Well, hold on, hold on. Before you get to that, is it safe to say – that Harper makes more than Machado, or I mean, is that do do we think that's yes. completely up in the air right now? No, I think he gets paid more. Very well. Next uh, question. Yeah, Dylan asks, "How do you feel about the Braves this coming year?" Uh, they will make it to the World Series as a wild card team, and they will lose the Boston Red Sox. That's how I feel about the Braves. Pretty crazy. Uh, last year was a little premature, I think, um, which is cool and no one's hating on how they finished because again it was premature but i think uh they still got some stuff to do i think they still got some holes to fill um i left them out of the playoffs i think didn't i yeah they don't yeah because you got the the mets winning the national east that's i got dodgers cubs in the wild card right yeah, and then I think you had uh, the White Sox and the ALCS playing <laughs> Baltimore, if I recall. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, next one, Anthony. Can we objectively say that even if the Yankees sign Machado, their ceiling is the wild card game? I don't know, Nate. What do you think? No. No. They're going to lose in the wild card game. That's their ceiling. That's what you're telling me is to make the wild card game and lose. No, no, no. I think, I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but I think what he's asking is like, is it, is the division still out of the question regardless whether they they sign Machado or not? 
and I think I already know how you feel about this because you have them winning the division. Yeah, I mean, look, the truth is... Which, I want to be whatever you're on. Because it sounds is, like it's a wild drug. You and I can both agree the Red Sox haven't really done much this offseason. Again, I'm not saying, again. I'm not saying they needed to. I'm not saying they had a lot of holes to fill. So then why do we even bring it up? But I'm saying they haven't gotten better. So I'm thinking I mean, that the gap is getting closer between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Nathaniel, That's what, can, you, can you admit that? No team is ever going to win 162 games in a season. But if there's a team that's poised to do it, it's the reigning World Series champion. So, I mean, how much better can they honestly get? I mean. Ridiculous. Fanboy. I mean, honestly. What are you asking me? What are you asking me to admit? I'm asking you to admit that the gap is getting closer because of the Red Sox not doing anything this offseason. It's to get not, better. though. What have the Yankees done to get to get better? Come on. You can't call these depth middle infield moves steps towards closing the gap. You ju- you James cannot. Paxton isn't going to close the gap? No, because your pitching staff was terrible to begin with. James Paxton's not going to close the gap. Okay, you might win a few extra games, but that's not going to close an eight-game gap. A second year for the rookies isn't going to close this gap. What what happens to our lineup? Are we just going to sit on the bench and watch you guys play? Like that's all I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying you guys are are have gotten worse, but you haven't gotten better. I so still, I think the gap gets closer. And I know I'm going to get dragged over the coals for this, but I'm telling you, I still don't think I I don't see how the Yankees have have improved by leaps and bounds. I just don't see it. And it's uh, that's odd to me because I feel like just about a week or two ago you were saying the same thing. I don't think they've done enough. I I don't think they've had the best off season. But they're they're you got to count on a hundred games being won as as not just a fluke with Judge missing a month. You know what I'm saying? Like with a bad rotation, they still won 100 games. So, like, I, I think they're closing the gap. I think we can both agree on that. I mean, I guess, but ah, there we it's go. All, but it. it's all for what though? <laughs> she can win the Oak wild Town, card. She can win the wild card game again and get embarrassed at home. Do you really Oak want Town. that? Do you really fan. want that for the second year in a row, Nathaniel? What's what say you, Nate? What say you? Oaktown fan twenty six asks, how much will Sergio Romo not being with the Rays anymore affect the team? Um, I don't know. I've been doing some research, and there is a belief that the Rays, and we actually might have talked about this on here before, but there's a belief that the Rays might be moving away from the opener experiment especially with the signing of uh, Charlie Morton. So, I mean, you think about the rotation for at least a few guys will have. Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, Ryan Yarbrough. So, I mean, to me, losing a reliever that was subpar. I mean, 2018, he was 3-4 with a 4-1-4 ERA and 25 saves. I don't really think the team gets worse because he's now a free agent. Um. But especially if they're going to, in fact, move away from that opener experiment, I don't think it has as much of an impact because I th- I would hope that with those guys that they're going to transition back to more of a traditional format. So, Yeah, I, 
I don't see it really affecting them that much. And not to mention they could still re-sign him, right? He's still a free agent. So Last I checked, go. unless I'm missing something. Yeah. Uh, Preston, are the D-backs going to... Are the D-backs going to compete without Goldie? Oh, Preston. Uh, Nate, why don't you share your thought on this? Because I'm sure you you feel very, very strongly about this. Preston, your Diamondbacks are going to finish last in the division this year. We don't know know Preston's a D-backs fan. We're just assuming that he's asking on behalf of the D-backs. Preston, the D-backs will be finishing last in the division this year. That's right. Below the Padres. And the Giants. That's what I think of the D-backs. Pretty pretty brutal. Well, I guess you don't Um, like the D-backs very much. Oh, you know what? I know what this is about. What do you got? You're not fooling anybody. You're still butthurt about 2001. That's what this is about. You're not fooling anybody, Nathaniel. That's why you don't like the D-backs. I've been trying for, as long as we've been doing the show, I've been trying to figure out why you don't like them. And that's exactly why. No comment. And I'll take your silence as an agreement. All right. Freaking, it's ridiculous, okay? It's ridiculous. No, it's Luis accurate. Gonzalez, it's accurate. Luis, that's Luis what it Gonzalez is. took roids in that little blue pit. The only reason they won. Oh, yeah, because those roids, those roids really helped them drop one out in they, the shallow center. Sure, sure did, man. Sure right. did. That's just, that's comical. All right, moving on. Oh, no, you know what? That was our last one because our last two questions, both of which came from Craig and Eric, are, well, I'll just read them off. Craig asked, what are your thoughts on the top 10 positional rankings? Uh, he said he would love to see our top 10 at each position. Um, and then Eric also asked the most overrated and underrated player at each position. So kind of related, um, but I was talking with Nate off air and I figured those would be kind of good questions to address and maybe like its own segment. So maybe one of these shows where, um, because obviously Harper Machado weren't signing before the apocalypse. So I'm sure we'll have a couple of shows before pitchers and catchers report where things get a little slow. Uh, as we've experienced recently, that maybe we could dive into both of those questions and kind of combine them into a a segment of their own when things get a little slow, like I said. So we will save those, but to Craig and Eric, we will both be getting that. We will get to both of those. I will make a note. Thank you for the idea, Craig and Eric. Uh, Yes, very, very good idea. I I think that'd be a good, good segment. That would be, that'd be a solid source of uh, potential hot takes. And strong, strong quote graphics that could really get some people's panties in a bind. So, the nice thing is that we'll have a name attached to them and not the shredder. Freaking MLB Network! What is that? What are they, what are they doing when they do that? What Who's are you sh- talking about? You never watch the MLB Network? They always come up with this list. Nate, says, I don't have shredder. cable, man. Man, I'm telling you, look it up. The only TV I watch is when I stream sporting events on like ESPN. I am about to pull up Instagram, and I will show MLB Network, and it'll have the shredder at the top of this list. Yeah, I literally have no clue what you're talking about. I can't watch MLB Network. It's unfortunate. I'm out of the loop on that. You pick the third one. The shredder has the top second baseman. Who is the shredder? 
I still what I need to look this up. What am I going to? MLB Network on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, it's like this computer generated, aka it's probably just Brian Kenny making this list because he he loves it. it. Okay, Brian Kenny just loves the shredder. Such an idiot. And what do you mean loves the shredder? That that's what I'm saying. Like this shredder is like the computer generated list. I think or it's what they claim it is. And Brian Kenny's just all over it. Like he's all over numbers and math because he's never thrown a baseball. Ouch! <laughs> that was... well, Hold on. Same. Our our listeners will know because we're tapped in. I'm questioning how much you're tapped in. I'm still looking. I still I don't understand this. I don't. I don't know. What I don't the, get it either. I don't know I don't what the shredder is. That's what I'm saying. We're on the same page now. Welcome. It is weird, and it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what it is. I think it's like a computer or something. I don't know, or some random person. Yeah, but they I mean, love it. They love it, dude. Or maybe that's Brian Kenny's like self-imposed nickname. Like, yeah. And he just doesn't. He doesn't want to go public with it, but. But what's weird behind the scenes, he knows that he's to the right. He's got his own list, and it's a little different, just a hair different. Yeah, likely story. Which, by the way, just a little side note: based off of their list, they're not listing Javi Baez as a second baseman. No, I think they have him as in their conversation for shortstop. Which I could have, I could have done that too, but I just went with what he's officially listed as. So. I understand that he spends a lot of time at short, so. But anyway, yeah, that's wild. The shredder, yeah, we're yeah. not gonna do. We're not so gonna stupid. do that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. That wraps up the content. But before we close it out, Nathaniel, we got buddy. Our 2006 Stay Filthy You Dirtbags are the oh, college, yeah? college World Series champions. I closed it out. Finally got around to finishing the season. Um, Yeah, you just sound thrilled. (laughs) Um, Yeah, College World Series champions. We beat out Arizona in the best of three series. Out in uh, Rosenblatt, the original, the the, the OG. We finished with a record of 52-8. and So not not too much competition, but uh, it was... (laughs) It was a fun season nonetheless. We had some nail biters, but we pretty much won every single one of them. So uh, just wanted to go through and acknowledge all of our award winners throughout the season. All right. Um, So just grab your popcorn and sit back and enjoy. First team All-American, Creed Blankenship, Brandon Moody, and Bill Pivots. So literally our entire starting starting rotation was first team All-American. Clutch. Second team All-American, Cameron Brock. And for those of you who are new or relatively new and have no idea who we're talking about, these are um, <laughs> f- these are listeners slash followers of the podcast who a while back I had said that I wanted to create a, a dynasty season on uh, NCAA Baseball 2006 on my Xbox here. And so I had our listeners and followers uh, reach out to me if they wanted to be a member of this team. So all of these names you're gonna, that you're going to hear are listeners uh, and followers, like I said, of the podcast. So we made it a little personal. 
So it was, like I said, it was a fun, fun year. And I'm debating on whether or not I want to continue the dynasty because I I went back and edited them. They're all freshmen. We're all freshmen. So Mm, it's pretty good. We might need a new, a new batch, new batch of listeners. Yeah, yeah, we might do that. That'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, But anyway, just list off the first team All-American. Second team All-American, Cameron Brock. Uh, First team All-Conference, Cameron Brock, Brandon Moody, Creed Blankenship, Bill Pivots, and Evan Kading. Uh, the all-conference freshman team. I should have done this backwards. I should have started with conference, but I'm yeah, not smart. I'm not smart in that way. The all-conference freshman team, Jack Richards, Dalton Brown, Sean Cowling, Kyle Corwin, Cameron Brock, Cole Childers, Will Britton, Nate Reyes, Brandon Moody, Creed Blankenship, and Bill Pivots. Uh, the Full all, squad. Essentially the entire team. All-American freshman team, Cameron Brock, Brandon Moody, Creed Blankenship, Bill Pivots. Uh, the freshman of the year, Brandon Moody. The Roger Clemens Award, Brandon Moody. The conference <laughs> pitcher of the year, Brandon Moody. The conference <laughs> player of the year, Brandon Moody. The most outstanding player, Brandon Moody. And lastly, the all-college World Series team, yours truly, uh, Cameron Brock, Brandon Moody. Creed Blankenship, Bill Pivots, and Evan Kading. Sorry, Nate. I mean, you helped us get there. That's the important thing. Whatever. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, you you got a all-conference freshman honor, so... Not terrible. No, I mean, room, room for improvement. I, I, think if we do, <laughs> I think if we do go with a new batch, uh, you and I will have to remain constants on the team right like we'll be yeah i think i think we should get older i think we should be sophomores just be the leaders out there this yeah. the season sophomores yeah yeah that, that that'd be a likely story um so yeah world series champs college world series champs at that uh excited for for year two that wraps up pretty much what i got you got anything we kept it under an hour good for us man smart holy cow good for us i got nothing 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 no parting thoughts that you want to share with the people uh okay so at the facility today have you ever heard of hit tracks yes it was like the digital tracking system basically like a golf simulator but for baseball guys right and you get to like choose what stadium you hit in and it's kind of fun right yep so uh your boy set it to the high school level today set to the high school level and was hitting taters, just right. hitting absolute. All right, well, I'm gonna move on. Um, it's awesome. High school it was fun. taters. Yeah, man. I even went from the left side too. A no. little bomb from the left. I'm side. not even. I'm not even ragging on you because I could probably barely go deep on a little league field at this point. <laughs> Haven't picked up a bat in I don't know how long. Um, well, we're old, man. It's okay. Yeah, I lived. Up. I lived out my glory days. Like I said, I peaked when I was probably twelve. I, that last I, year of little league, that was that was about it. It was all downhill after that. Uh, but yeah, some I, good glory days. I, I can't, yeah, I can't give you can't give you a hard time. One time or one of these episodes, we need to get on here and relive the uh, state championship run. Was, get some of the squad members back on here. <laughs> that was yeah, that'd be that'd be a good time. Talk about just how great we were, and then. How yeah. quickly we fell off the baseball map. 
<laughs> as, a, as, as a collective group. <laughs> Quickly ended things. Jeez. Uh, but anyway, as always, Manny Machado's a bum and go Sox. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys next week. Nope. Thursday. See, Thursday. I'm just I'm in the habit of saying next week. Yeah, man. It's Thursday. Because this whole one a week thing is just wearing on me. Yeah, let's shoot for when why not? Let's have a show. Huh? How about it? We'll record Wednesday. We'll have it up Thursday. Just like old times, huh? Yeah, I like it. Uh in the meantime, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating and review. Nate. How many stars should they leave? I got a little, little word problem for you. All right, ready? Oh, so you got, you're you your... you're going to be searching for you're going to be seeking the answer, and you're not going to be giving yeah. us the answer. Correct. Oh. You got your little thinking cap on. You ready? All right. What do you got? Nolan Arenado divided by Derek Jeter plus Ozzy Smith divided by Babe Ruth. Nolan Arenado. Yep. Divided by Derek Jeter. Yeah. Plus Ozzy Smith. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Am I? Oh, okay. I thought Arenado was 27, and I'm like, uh, uh... I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> No, that's Trevor's story, buddy. Of course. All right, so Arnado divided by Derek Jeter. Plus Ozzy Smith. Plus Ozzy Smith divided, divided by, by Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. Nate, I think that's five stars. Yay! I think the people should leave five stars in their review. Perfect. That's quality. I, I like that. Baseball man. And also, that's another thing I just, I thought of today when I was pulling my notes together. I think that's like my sign of approval when I say quality. Do you realize how much I say quality on here? Quite a bit. That's quality. That's quality. That's quality. That's just my sign of approval, I guess. Yeah. I'm just blabbering on right now because I wanted to I wanted to try to get us over an hour just for the sake of saying we were over an hour again. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anything else from you? Mm, dinner time i think all right well i'll let you get to that we love you all and as always we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon until next time stay filthy what the f- are you telling you to take you take don't tell me you don't see it